Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. And Bart, we're at Thursday at this point of the week now. Rolling into championship weekend in the NFL. Tomorrow, big day. We'll go through the games, the matchups, everything that you need to know to get you ready for championship Sunday. But, Bart, on a day like today, when we have had – this is big Jets news. Yeah. And a lot to talk about and a lot of passion from the fans and the callers. And Donna calling early in the show to get you fired up. She saved me. When we got all that going on. DJ saved my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Donna saved my life with a song. Wow. Now you're singing to her, too. Be very careful. You know, you can't get her too excited. Not in the middle of the day like that. Okay. No, the, that's the best time when you get excited in the middle of the day. That's a good point. Everybody expected that night. Mm-hmm. Unexpected excitement is what you really want. Well, hour number three is always when people expect the excitement. Because when it's hour number three and it's Barton Hahn, what's that mean, Bart? It's the power hour, hour. No, 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 no. That's terrible. Are you in a library? Like, like, seriously, man. Like, did you? That was that. That was Broncos offense, kind of like. Like, did you not have your CMOS today? The power. Like that was very weak. I thought it was strong. How are you gonna? How are you gonna tackle Jalen Hurts? How are you gonna box him? And 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 by like his, have a by lift his, contest. By his loop earring. <laughs> you can't with that kind of energy. Okay. All right. That's bootleg battery energy. That's like you know, like where it's not it's not Duracell. It's like some other brand, but it's they make like it the, look like a Duracell. Like, like come on. So I'm going to try it again. Okay. See, all day today I've had a problem with you in your in your energy level today. Okay. So we're going to try it one more time. Okay. Because that wasn't gong worthy. When it's hour number three and it's Barton Hall, what's that mean? It's the power hour, 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 hour. What more do you want from me? I don't know. Guys, are we feeling this? Ray? It must be the mic. It's got to be the mic. Can you guys chime in on this? How do we feel about that power hour? Yeah, I don't know. Uh I feel like I have Bart a little higher than usual, and it's uh, still not at his peak energy that he gives every day. But did did, did, did he the pin diaphragm. the needle? It must wait, be wait. the headset. Did he pin the needle or not? Yes or no? No. He did not pin the needle? No. And, you, and usually I'm right there with Bart with the energy. Oh, and, uh, we all noise. get like that. I'm going to get a noise complaint. Oh, is that what it is? See, that's what no, I thought. No, I said it with my chest, my no, diaphragm. I, I inhaled, I exhaled. Did not, feel, did not feel What more do you want from me? All right, we, we need to get a – all right, we'll ask everybody, at Barton Hunt, was that was that a a good level, high-level, elite-level Bart Scott power hour, or was this a disappointment today? You're saying it's the sour hour? Were you disappointed in Bart's power hour today? That's what we need to know. At Barton Hunt, 800 3776 well, anyways, I can understand why, Bart, you're lacking a little bit of that energy or enthusiasm today because the day the show started with the news, 
as it was right before the show, was announced officially by the Jets that Nathaniel Hackett has been hired as their new offensive coordinator. Now, Hackett has plenty of experience, as we've talked about. He has been an offensive coordinator for eight years, three in Green Bay, three with Jacksonville. He has gone to conference championship level. He has coached a top five offense, a number one offense. He's also had two years in Buffalo as well. So a lot of experience, but last year, as the head coach of the Broncos with Russell Wilson as his quarterback, his offense was the worst in the league, worse than the Jet offense, Mm. which, as you've said many times, if the Jet offense just averaged 21 points a game, they'd have 11 wins. You know what theirs were? If Denver just averaged 18 points a game. Come on now, because their defense was that good too, right? (laughs) Theirs was the best. So that's the reason why when you get a hire like this, that's like you see it and you just go like, uh, uh, that's who they hired? Like, it's hard. I, and, and we're going to get all expensive. Well, it's a good hire. Rich Semini was on with us, and he said, you know, really, if you look at his resume and all that stuff, great. But it's a name you just see. And the initial reaction because of the most recent thing that we saw him do. Yeah, he's got a lot to prove. Was disappointing. He's got a lot to prove. Yes, he does. But Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, they worked together in Jacksonville. And he's the one that, in the end, decided this is the hire. This is the guy I want to run the offense. And Salah spoke today with the media, and he explained why Nathaniel Hackett was the man for the job. Really excited about it. Uh, you know, we we casted a wide net, like we said we were going to. We interviewed, got well over 15 uh, different candidates for this position, uh, went to college, went to different schemes, talked to different people. Um, a lot of really, really, really good football coaches out there. But when it came back to um, a certain checklist that I was trying to go through, just checking boxes on what we were looking for with regards to this next offensive coordinator, um, just kept circling back to him. Uh, uh, he he checks every box that we were looking for. I'm not going to get in the details of it, but uh, uh, really, really excited about this uh, and uh, being able to get Nathaniel here. Now, one thing to one thing to mention here quickly is that of all the different names that they interviewed, one name they were interested in but never got an interview with was Frank Reich. And Frank Reich has just been named head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Mm. The team just announced that. Talking about a guy landing on his feet. So how about that? <laughs> got fired. And Who's they want to get another guy. They want to get another guy. He struggled with quarterbacks. And they want uh-huh. he ain't got no quarterback. Sam Darnold. Yeah. So they they want to give a guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> So Frank Reich did get another head coaching job after all, That's and it amazing. is with Carolina. That's amazing. Anybody that thought that Sean Payton was going to take that job, come on now. Sean Payton's running out of out of places now. He's trying to be all arrogant, like he's the guy, like he's guys. Well, I'll just the, go uh, back to TV. To you see that? I'll just go back to TV. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. When Tom Brady goes, they'll say, "Sorry, this seat's taken." Yes. <laughs> then what you gonna do? Yeah. I just go back to TV. Greg Olson, like, not he, he, about he, that either. Nobody wants to get up a first round draft pick. Nobody wants to give a first round draft pick up. And have to go get his dude twenty million dollars a year, and pay his assistants a million dollars a year. Now you hear that D'Amico Ryan is the front runner potentially for the Broncos job. Jeez. Running out of seats. Mm-hmm. You gonna go? You gonna go with the little yeah, two interviews uh, in Denver? Mini though pimp. he gonna go with the micro mini pimp. He gonna end up with uh, Kyler Murray coming off of. Won't see him to week twelve. Yeah. Well, McVay's not leaving the Ram job, so that that that's one LA job. And then right. Staley ended up just firing his his own staff instead of him getting fired. Yep. So that's another job that everybody thought was going to be. Te- you got the Texans and the for. Cardinals. Yeah, you ain't going to the Texans. No thanks. And the and the Cardinals situation well, right got, now. Got, and you got the Colts. 
with no quarterback. Mm. Yeah, he he might he might he might be better off staying where he's at and just waiting it out. And you see, by the way, Bruce Arians not happy about the assistants getting fired down there in Tampa. Ain't you in the upper office? Yeah. He like, hold up. I had I had Byron Leftwich with me forever. Yeah. Dude's I put hovering. this together. You gonna fire the guys that I put together? Mm-hmm. Mm. More Robert Sala, by the way. Okay, let's get back to the Jets thing now. More Robert Sala talking about Nathaniel Hackett, and he goes through all the things that they are excited about. Nathaniel, he's um, you know one of the great strengths is that he is a West Coast uh, offense, uh, West Coast uh, uh, guy with regards to scheme. So there's going to be some continuity there. Uh, he's got a proven history of being able to develop a heck of a run game uh, in every stop that he's ever been in. Um, he's got he's got a proven track record of tremendous relationships with all the quarterbacks that he's ever worked with. And he's gotten great, great head head success with all the quarterbacks that he's worked with. Uh, so there's a lot of strengths, uh, with him. uh, his commitment to complimentary football, um, the, the experience, the, um, the innovate, he's in, an innovative teacher. He's got, um, he's got a laundry list of stuff that, uh, we're all really, really excited about. You know, I always laugh when, um, Guys say we did an extensive search, and it always comes back to somebody that you knew. Remember when <laughs> McCagney did all that? Right? Remember McCagney McCag- had this exclusive search? No, Charlie Cashley. He did yeah. this extended search, and it turned out to be somebody that used to work for him. It was, it was, it was Wolf it was and Cashley that got together. And they mm-hmm. were going to do this shirt. They were going. To, they were. Remember, they were. They were the the consulting firm. The consulting firm. Yeah. That was helping out Woody Johnson, and they ended up going with the guy. Right. That they 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 used to work with. Yeah, the guy that they hired. Yeah, Mike McCagnin, like, who was on, a, a dedicated scout. Again, I I hate when we dump on McCagnin. McCagnin was a really good scout. He lived for that part of the job. He was just not a guy with, that could lead a franchise. But That's they all. kept it with their friends. That's which my is point. what always happens, right? So, yes. like we told, we did a wide net. Uh, yeah, I know. we did fifteen people. Talked to a lot of people, and, and you we, hired, we only like the guy to do that you worked with before. Yeah, that that's that's, that's a wide. That's that's obje- that's really objective. And to me, that's when you get in trouble. I really believe that it is when you get in. That's when you get in trouble. But we'll see where this goes. All right. So more now, of course. How about this conversation that comes up? Because the minute you hear about Nathaniel Hackett, you go, "Oh, three years in Green Bay, a f- offensive coordinator. He worked with Aaron Rodgers during his two MVP seasons. They had the number one scoring offense in the league. Yes, Matt Lafleur." was the head coach, and he was running a lot of things there. But you're still very much a part of it. So he's got some connections with some of these, you know, quarterbacks, and especially Aaron Rodgers. Sala did talk about that, You know, too. it's all surface-level stuff, you know, Rich, because it, it doesn't matter uh, what the connections are. Everyone's got a connection to everybody in this league. But uh, the most important thing was finding a guy who we felt could continue developing our young guys um, at a very high level and uh, a guy who's done it before. A guy who's had success in this league with uh, with a variety of different quarterbacks and uh, and like I said, every single every after every interview, just went back to my list to just kind of review where we stood and um, Nathaniel checked every box and um, and you know just really fortunate you know how much he believes in us uh, as an organization. He could have sat on the couch for four years and uh, you know, but uh, so his his excitement to be here is reciprocated. So he's. Um, like I said, really excited. It's a really, really good hire um, and really excited about the direction uh, that we're going to be able to go. Look, I think it was the right question that Rich Semini asked him. That was clearly Rich Semini who asked the question about the connection with Aaron Rodgers. And for Saleh, it was the right thing to say, Bart. You you, can't, you do not – first of all, you can't say anything because he's Aaron Rodgers is playing for another team or, or on another team's roster, so you can't talk about it. But I think they have to be really careful right now, the Jets do, to create any kind of hope or anticipation – 
that this hire can help them get Aaron Rodgers in a trade because the expectations are already there and the fans have got to feel like, well, this better lead to getting Aaron Rodgers or else it's a failure, right? Or else this is a bad decision. So for the Jets, they've got to look at this as, no, 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 this is the guy we wanted all along. It's almost like when Denver hired him as a head coach. It just seemed like, wait, you're hiring that guy as a head coach? All right, clearly you know Aaron Rodgers is coming. And that ended up being a complete mistake and making them almost forcing them to then making a move for Russell Wilson that was a really bad fit. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to be a lot. We're going to have to see what the future holds. Hopefully, like I am happy with the defense, with the offensive line coach. And I'm not saying he can't do the job. But what I'm saying is I don't know how objective it was when you go hire somebody that you already knew. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he could have he could have hired. But, you know, you, if you stay out of the game for a long time, you know, a couple of years, like he's not a guy that's a household name that's going to get a, a, a job back in, 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 you know, in the, in the, in the sport. Yeah, the, right, the so. idea of him st- sitting on his couch, he's in his, what is he, in his 30s, right? Like Or late 40s, or early 40s? Man, he look old. Yeah, I think it might be early 40s. <laughs> but but the, the the staying on your couch for four years, just collecting money, like yeah, that, you'll be not when you're somebody league, that yeah. that should be, I'm just looking up his age right now because I want to make sure I got it right. Oh, he's 43. Yeah, okay, so early 40s. Damn, that's what 43 look like? <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile uh, how about just the position itself for the Jets? and what the future of that position looks like. Because right now, it's a major variable. And even the owner, Woody Johnson, said that they've got to figure out who their starting quarterback is. They have to get one. The quarterback position, obviously, with all the different interviews, were was the number one concern, uh, and rightfully so. And it was it was simple. We're committed to uh, finding a veteran. Uh, we didn't get into names. Uh, um, I, I doubt that he's even studied. Uh, he hasn't studied those guys yet, which he's going to uh, start uh, next week. But um, but we didn't get into specifics on names, but it was it was uh, talked about that we do plan on bringing a veteran quarterback if we can. Uh, we do want to continue working with Zach and uh, um, and continue to develop him. Bring in a, a veteran quarterback if we can. I mean, you can. You've got to do it. The if we can part is like no, you you have to bring in a veteran quarterback. Your owner even said it. And right now, the way it looks. Mike White's gonna you're gonna let him go into free agency, and Zach Wilson is a project at this point now. Yeah, you can't you can't have any like well our contingency plan is we'll just go with Zach Wilson. That cannot be. Yeah, any of you, I, no, yeah. I, that cannot be Plan B, C, or D. Veteran quarterback is your only plan. You've got to find the best one. It starts obviously with Aaron Rodgers if he's available, but it also has to include. Is Derek Carr the right fit? Is Jimmy Garoppolo the right fit? And if either one of those guys are, what's it going to cost and does it make sense for us when you have Zach Wilson still on the roster knowing he's got to play eventually in the next three years? Ben, I bring no Baker Mayfield here, dog. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't. Do you consider him a veteran quarterback? <laughs> I mean, I guess technically he is, but that ain't the way you're going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's what well, I'm saying. All right, Bart. Please so the the verdicts the verdict is in. It's in about, about your energy. What? So Lacto has texted. Oh. Bart's had a very weak day. Lacto is none too pleased. Hold up, Lacto. Mm-hmm. On, uh, Le- LeBron don't LeBron don't go for forty two every night. He went for twenty last night. You're saying it's the sour hour? 
I'm just saying, people, look, on Twitter, at Barton Hunt. Ready? You got Danny. Bart, usually the power hour gets me hyped today. He's got a thumbs down. See, I think you, I think you painted that. Will Reed, down. the power hour needs to come harder than that, Bart Scott. Act like Bol Bol was traded to the Pistons. It must. That, I'm telling you, it must be we my mic. We need that man. to get through the back half of the workday. See, I think, I see, I think it's, it could be my mic. It just something's wrong with my mic or something. My connection, something's uh, off. Because I said it with my diaphragm, my chest. It came not from sure. the soul. Not sure. Ice tea. The power hour lacked the power. We need peak Bart Scott. Mo, that was a weak power hour, 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 hour. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a B12 shot. You know this. what I mean? I'm going to get a B12 shot. How about this one? This one bothered me. How about NYJ Green 16 said, I love you guys, but we need to dump the power hour. I mean, we, I, I, did you he, did you just do that? He, he Were you that bad us? that people think we should just scrap the whole damn thing? And he, and he says he loves us. Yeah, loves us, man. But, but the he, power but hour, he, but, he, but he continues needs to, go. to forgive the Jets and Giants and Knicks and stuff like that, and keep mm-hmm. coming back. He's nope. ready to get rid of my whole segment just because I said it. It's the power hour. That's all I got. <laughs> what more do you want from me? I'm not a machine. I'm a man. Is that better? I think that's a lot better. Okay. Like that I felt. I felt that emotionally too, by the way. How are you doing? Are you okay now? (laughs) Do you need a minute? (laughs) We got to let Bart. Bart. I'm okay. Bart needs a hug. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So Mel Ky- we didn't get to this yesterday, Bart. Mel Kuyper yesterday released his very first mock draft of the year. Now, of oh, course, how, how we still have going? 
several months. Well, you know how it is. Like, it's usually like every couple of weeks how he puts one out. So he's got the first round all set. And the number one pick, just to put aside, the Bears that you know you thought, well, they got the number one pick. Yes. Are you sure they're all in on Justin Fields? And Mel Kuyper's saying that they're not taking a quarterback here. Yeah, stupid. He said Jalen Carter, the, uh, yeah. the the tackle from the defensive tackle from yeah. Georgia. I don't agree with that. A tackle at number one. <laughs> when is the last time that happened? Dude, and he said that that he gets the he gets the edge over a guy you love, which is Will Anderson. Crazy from Alabama. I'm moving down. I'm not giving that giving a, that dude. He said Jalen Carter is a day one starter. Okay. And the best player in the draft. Okay. Not All at right. number one. So the first quarterback goes to the Texans at number two, and he said it's going to be C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. Mm. Yeah, I think he did his thing, and I think that Excuse that, me? that play that playoff series really. Oh yeah, lot. yeah, oh yeah, against Georgia. Mm-hmm. Showed a lot of toughness. Uh, then Will Anderson goes to the Cardinals at three. Mm. Yep. Well, they got rid of. Remember, they got rid of uh, Chandler Jones. And J.J. Watt retired. Yeah, he retired four years ago. But well, you know yeah, what I mean. It was officially day. Yeah, you're right. Colts will be taking a quarterback at four. If you're just joining us, by the way, Frank Reich is the new head coach now of the Carolina Panthers. You so we'll see very, if Jeff Saturday Frank, keeps Frank the job. Frank got to be very careful. You only get two chances in this league. If this yeah. goes bad, he'll never oh, be course. a head coach again. No, he'll be a coordinator. So he should have right. waited and took a good job. I don't, you know, even though the, 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 the Panthers did play well once no, no, they got that, rid of McCaffrey and everybody. Right. I thought Wilkes well, had a good job. Quarterback? But who the hell is the quarterback? That's the huge question, and maybe it is Sam. Maybe they think Sam figures something out. Who knows? Uh, the Colts The Colts at four is Bryce Young from Alabama. And it, correct me if I'm wrong, Bryce Young's kind of small, right? Yeah, he had micro mini pimp. Like, that's the worry about he's like him. like Zach Wilson. Yeah, is he that small? Yeah. About like, he's light? Yeah, that's not good. So, this is the pick to me that I'm really interested in. Another quarterback, and that is at five, the Seahawks. That's obviously courtesy of the Broncos and the Russell they're not, Wilson they're deal. They're taking a quarterback. Will Levis, yeah, from Kentucky. People think and he thinks – Mel thinks that Will Levis is the best quarterback in this draft. Yeah, it's just because he doesn't have the reputation. Yeah, a lot of people believe that. And he was hurt all year and banged up and playing behind a bad line. He didn't have the same skills, skill players. He, uh, Wondell Robinson was there last year, and they were the two of them were off the charts. So anyway, so the Seahawks would be, you know, maybe going Geno Smith short term and have Levis as, you know, the future. Uh, your Lions would go with Tyree Wilson, defensive end out of Texas Tech. So more defense for yeah, the they Lions. Need, they, they, that's all they need. They don't yeah. need no line. They don't need no running backs. They nope. don't need no receivers. They don't need no quarterback. They need line. They need right. defense. First tackle goes to the Raiders at seven. Skaronski from Northwestern. Uh, just going through. Okay, so where it gets interesting is all right. So Carolina. So you got um. Uh, again, right going there. Mel's got Carolina taking Anthony Richardson from Florida, quarterback there. And he's someone that Mel feels like you don't play him right away, but because he's big, he's 6'4", he's got a lot of physical tools that you just have to – he needs time. Sounds so you like don't Carson play him Vince. right away. Yeah, who knows? But he just thinks he's a, a guy you develop, and with Frank Reich, maybe he is. And so do you bring back Sam Darnold and then just bring him along? Who knows? Um, all right, so let's get to the to the conversation at hand. Is that that's when we get to number thirteen, where the Jets are picking, and he has the Jets taking the the wide receiver from Ohio State. I think it's how do you say Jackson Smith? Is it in Jiba? Mm-hmm. Joby Joby. Anyways, uh, he and Garrett Wilson obviously were teammates, 
And it would give that. So, and you brought this up last week. You said, get another, get another uh, wide receiver. And now you have Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. And if you have him, bye, Corey. You've got three young, talented receivers all on rookie deals. And you said, look at Cincinnati. Yeah. And what they've got in Chase, in Higgins. That means, and in Boyd, yeah, that means that that means that the offensive line is going to be paid, going to be improved, because they did two two offensive linemen or three. If you think about uh, Max Mitchell, Mitchell, who I believe is a starter. AVT, uh, AVT, uh, also Becton. And Becton. Those are the so, three draft so, picks. So that means now it's time to go buy a guy that's approved to a guy or two that's a proven weapon. If that's the case. Yeah, and you're talking about trying to put up points. So, what do you think of that? Of, of getting a, a third talented how, wide I need, receiver? I, I need to know how good this guy is because I need. All right, well, here's be, Mel. I need him to be a number one. I need him to be T. Higgins at worst. Here, here's Mel. Mel said that he's a big fan. Said he could be a star in the right situation. See, New York. Nah, I see them. New York likely will have a new starting quarterback, and the mm. passer will have to get support around him. The offense has a chance to be much improved. Mm-mm. And that he would be—he'd have a great start with this one. He nope. said, "I know this makes back-to-back top fifteen picks on receivers for the Jets, but he's worth it because of what he and Wilson can do together." Nope. See, I don't want to hear that though. I don't want to hear he could, in the right system he could be good. No, no, I want to hear that he's the man. I want to hear that he's Drake London. If I'm taking him thirteenth, and it sounds like he's the first—is he the first receiver the off fir- the board? I, he's the first wide receiver. So off he's the, the first board. receiver off the board. You telling me he could be good in the right system? Oh hell no! I need him to be one of those guys we just mentioned. I need him to be Drake London. I need him to be Garrett Wilson. I need him to have the same hype that he had about Olave. Well, don't nah, you think man. he means in the right situation, meaning like, you know, no, let's see who they I hire mean, as an no. offensive coordinator. Hell let's no. see who they have as a quarterback. I mean, in any situation. I need a receiver that's good in any situation. I need a Jameson Williamson. If you mean to tell me that if I'm taking a number one receiver in – I'm the first one to take a receiver, mm-hmm. oh, he better be that. He better be that deal. Because if you look at what receivers that have been taken in the second round has been – if you look at what George Pickens is becoming in with with uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. with um with Pittsburgh. With P- Pittsburgh if you look yeah. at what Dotson is at second round draft pick for Washington, if you're looking at what uh Metcalf has been, if you look at what AJ Brown has been, nah, bro. Nah, if I'm if I'm taking you thirteenth, nah, mm-hmm. you better be that dude. Nah, I don't I don't like that dog. I don't well, like here, that description. Here's what's interesting. So he's the top ranked receiver in the class that I just mentioned, right? Um so when they were together at Ohio State. Smith Najiba was actually the top wideout, not Garrett Wilson. Well, he wasn't he behind him and Olave because the last season it did a lot. Olave but was the one but everything he he had uh, put up sixteen hundred yards, mostly out of the slot. So that means that you're getting rid of Elijah Moore because Maybe. that's Elijah Moore's spot. Yeah, is he, is he now? Does he become a slot receiver that is really where Elijah Moore should be? Right. We we already know that Elijah Moore can ball, so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about that. Okay, so you don't like it. Nah, I need a guy that's going to be – Well, the other, other options is – all right, so after him, he's got uh, a corner from Illinois, Devin Witherspoon, going to the Patriots. So there's a corner, but you don't need that. There's a tight end, Mike, Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. Yeah, I ain't doing all he, that. He'll be going to 15, so you don't want that. The tackle, which you said maybe they go offensive line, so the next tackle yeah. available, Broderick Jones from Georgia. Yeah, give me Broderick then. I'd rather take Broderick than get – because I, I can get me another dude in the second round. Yeah, there's corners. There's another corner. There's Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. Uh, another need, corner. A lot no of corners corner. going here in Mel's mock in the team. No we need a fat dude. We need yeah, a fat no. dude, which we can get in the second round, or we need a tackle, 
receiver if the, if he's like amazing. If he's the yeah. best guy on the board, so maybe you if trade he's the most talented person on the board, then I'll take him. Okay. But nah, I, yeah. nah don't give me no yo, he's nah, hell no. Okay. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Uh, is the number. Let's take not, Ryan. I, reti- I, t- I retired oh. too from the draft, so I won't be. Yeah, you, your expertise on the draft won't be the same. Uh, Ryan's in Milburn. Ryan, hey, how you doing? I'm a big fan of both of y'all. Hey, Bar Scott, I want to thank you for being an individual because it seemed like all of a sudden Swag Guru wants to sit there and say, "Oh, the Eagles way better than 49ers." I looked at like, what is he talk? Is he serious? Ain't that the same team that Dallas hung 40 points on a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out, like, what is she talking about? But I know why your energy is down because Daniel Hackett, come on. He had the worst defense in the league. Worst I mean, worst offense in the league, my bad. Worst in the Jets. So I don't understand how they're recycling the same people. They need fresh blood or something. Well, well when, you're in a, when you're in a foxhole, you go to people that you know. And he's worked with Salah before in Jacksonville. When, when Jacksonville's one of um, Salah's first jobs. And so, like, he feels like he won't be coming here trying to take his job. And he thinks that if he just focuses on being an offense coordinator, he'll be better than if he was trying to be a coach, which he wasn't prepared for because he didn't understand everything that comes along with being a coach and time management. So, I, listen, I want to be optimistic, but I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not ecstatic about it. Like, mm. I'd much rather have been like a guy like Matt Nagy or the Air, Air the Enemy or Frank Wright. But, you know, those guys got other opportunities. So, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. but you know he's going to be under immense pressure because this team is ready to go, and the only thing they need to do is be able to put up points. And yeah, he's going to be held. He's going to be held to a high standard. Everything is going to be about whether or not they get a quarterback and whether or not that quarterback can play. That's it, because they know we know everything else works. We know the receivers work. We know the running game works. We know the defense works. What didn't work was quarterback, and if they can get that right, and the one guy that showed you it, it can work is Mike White. But Mike White's problem is that he couldn't stay healthy. Mr. Glass. Guy, guy, every time that guy got hit, something went wrong. So they've got to be able to figure that out, that position. That's it. Can they do it? And can Nathaniel Hackett be part of the solution? That's all we need to know. Do you want to hear Stephen A's take on this uh, this hire? Yeah. All right. Here's Stephen A from First Take Today um, about the Jets going with Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett did a god-awful job in Denver this past season. Could you take a break? I mean, you get paid. You got you, you had a multi-year contract that you signed. You lost your job after one year. We know you're going to get paid. Can you take a break? If you're the New York Jets, what the hell are you doing? Now, you wanted to get rid of, of, of Mr. LaFleur. You know, we, we get all of that. You're going to get rid of Mike LaFleur. I understand that. You have to make a move in a different direction. But Nathaniel Hackett, after the job we just saw their offense do in, in, in Denver this past year, ask the Denver defensive players how they feel about Nathaniel Hackett's offense. Why don't you ask them? Because I, I promise you it won't be too damn complimentary. You're the New York Jets. Come on. You, you didn't have to go in this direction. Nah. I'm not feeling this, Dan Olofsky. I'm not feeling this at all. <laughs> How about Bart that he goes, Nathaniel Hackett, can you take a break? Sure. <laughs> Just take a break, man. Step like, away. Pump, like, pump the brakes, man. Just, you know. <laughs> right. Go to but Thailand. Here, go, go, catch and, up. go catch up with um, Kingsbury. Go, go to Thailand, man. One-way ticket. Just step it, but basically stepping into a situation where you know it's going to – criticism's Home, coming first. Go read a book. Go do there something. you go. Yeah, well, that's what Zach Wilson should be doing, too. But you're, ste- you're stepping into a situation where you know criticism is coming at the very beginning. You could try to push it and sell it and all the different things. It's not going to matter. The only thing that will keep the criticism away 
is if Aaron Rodgers follows at some point in the next couple of months. That's it. Other than that, there will be scrutiny on this offense all the way through into week one and beyond. That's a reality. Now, they have to accept it. They have to be okay with it. That's fine. It comes with the job. But it's added scrutiny because of who it is. It's added scrutiny because the most recent memory we have of Nathaniel Hackett was a head coach who was running an offense that was the worst in the league, a person that struggled with management in not just time management, in play-calling management. He was a guy that was calling timeouts because he didn't have a play. Remember that? And you had a guy, a quarterback who has won you, who is not you, but won a Super Bowl, who's played in two Super Bowls. It's not like you were dealing with a young quarterback who was also clueless. You were dealing with a guy that we all thought was one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and you made him look bad. So that's what you're dealing with if you're the Jets with this hire. That's what you're dealing with, is you're dealing with the immediate scrutiny that is coming with it, and then on top of it, it is just the added criticism of who it is and the most recent memory we have of this person. That's what you just brought into the house. It's up to them to make sure that he has everything he needs to be successful. Otherwise, he's not the only one that will get fired. Barbecue chicken. Sad but true, right? Yeah. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So the, the line on the uh, the AFC Championship game has just zigzagged all week. So you remember that it opened uh, on Sunday with uh, the Chiefs favored two and a half, right? Mm-hmm. But then it took no uh, – remember, Mahomes got hurt and was in the – you know, again, he had the high ankle sprain. And suddenly, like the line, like within five minutes, went from two and a half to just one. Chiefs laying one. Because we watched him walk in, and they didn't see any limp. When Maybe he was from the news conference, so people think, oh, he may. Actually but then they heard high ankle sprain, and then that changed again, right? So then Monday, though, it all of a sudden flips to Cincinnati as the favorite. The Bengals laying one. Then Tuesday, it got as high as two and a half in favor of Cincinnati, and I believed in Vegas, it got up to three. 
But locally for us, it's never got higher than two and a half. All right, so then by Tuesday afternoon, it drops again. Bengals now by one and a half. Yesterday is a pick em. Today? What do you think it is today, Buck? Uh, it's going to be plus because they saw that they said it's Burrowhead, so now they're poking the bear. And Mahomes was seen on video skipping and jumping and all this other stuff. That still don't mean he can cut. Right, but that's because you see it. Now, oh, he, pra- oh, he practiced. So Chiefs now back in the favored side, just again by one. So not a t- – but that that's a wild movement from two and a half one way to two and a half the other within days. So that's where it is. We'll get all, we'll do the picks tomorrow. We'll go through all that because I know you'll have a breakdown of both these games. We'll get deeper into these games tomorrow for sure. What we always do on a football Friday. All right, that's lunch money. It's presented by Goslings. You want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? Our friends at Goslings Rum are the official rum of the Honda Classic PJ Tournament. They're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest is open to U.S. residents 21 over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. For official rules, visit goslingsgiveaway.com. So I want to read a couple of tweets to you. So let me see. It's too long of a name. Uh, John Sal on Twitter. <laughs> he said, all the parents in the pickup line are looking at me funny because I'm howling over Bart responding to the possible demise of the Power Hour. We are still getting tweets about your poor performance today at the Power Hour. What? Yeah, I, it's very disappointing. I'm doing it live tomorrow. You got to bring it. I'm doing it live tomorrow. Yeah. Thomas said I'm that an, that, an, that was an, weak. I'm going to need a salted caramel. So disappointed. Remember, you're coming. You're coming off the first take tomorrow. Two shots of espresso. Salt of caramel. Two shots of espresso. Alex, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So, so how about this one? Jim said, "The way you are, you you were today. Your your energy today sounds as if I was talking hockey all day. You were talking offensive coordinator. Yeah, and that's like talking hockey." That bad. So if you think things are bad on that that, that, that front. Hack it. So so a guy named Thomas Edwards was on Twitter. Uh, He found on Indeed, you know, where the the hiring app. Yeah, I use it. There's a job opening in the Bronx. You know what it's for? Oh, man. Does it come with health benefits? Left fielder for the Yankees. (laughs) Guess it doesn't. I can't believe somebody actually posted – Left fielder, New York Yankees, Bronx, New York, as a job. What do they put the starting pay at? Uh, $15 an hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to put a price down there. I mean, it's almost like if you're Brian Cashman, should you just not say Aaron Hicks? Like, just let it happen. <laughs> like, why even say? You know, I think Aaron Hicks, is. you know, he gets healthy and he's he looks three, great. He's three, he's three years in his contract, right? Like, just let it go. Like, that's all I'm saying is just, like, don't – there's certain things. I always bring this up about how somewhere there's a PR guy just, like, face-palming. Like, why? why? Like, that's that's one of those, like, just – it's probably better not. Like, if I'm Aaron Hicks, I'm like, don't talk about me. Like, don't bring me up. Don't say anything. I'll be there, and I'll win the job, and then everybody's going to have to deal with it then. But why put these people through this? <laughs> why put your fan base through this? That's all I'm saying. Because – Well, you got your Aaron Judge – you should be happy. Yeah, that's what. See, see what you just said there. That's the problem with New York. 
That's the problem. That's where we're at right now. That's why this whole Aaron Rodgers thing with the Jets. It's like, you're not getting Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. You're not getting him. So let go of it. Just be happy that you got a great defense and you'll find someone. Derek Carr will be fine. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, that's what you're going to get. And so just be happy with it. Same thing. Well, at least you didn't lose Aaron Judge. Be happy with what you got. Why is it always like that? Be happy. Be happy that it's not worse. That is the you, New York you experience. Gave, you could have gave him what, you, what he wanted in the first place, and then you would have better get to both. That's the experience of being a New York fan. Be happy with what you got. That's it. That's where we're at right now. See? Speaking of trying to be happy with what you got, it's the Knicks and the Celtics tonight. We got the coverage tonight, of course, on 98.7 ESPN. It begins at 7 p.m. Since the beginning of the tankathon? Bing bong. In Boston. Since the beginning of the tankathon? <laughs> hey, it's a tough one, man. Celtics are good. Since day one of the tankathon. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a tankathon. I'm just can saying. Can get into the lottery? I'm just saying, how competitive can they be tonight against the team? Now, look, the Celtics have been beat. It's not like they're indomitable, but they have the best record in the league. They're really good at home. It's not like they're. It's not like they're invincible. They got the best record in the league. But it's not- <laughs> yeah, they've had the best record in the league all season. Man, I'm trying. I'm trying. What, what is that from Pulp Fiction? I'm trying oh, real man. hard. Waking, <laughs> stanking for Wayway. It's not stanking for Wayway. <laughs> I'm just telling. Like, I want to see. Can they be competitive with this team? Can they just do a little? Like, just give me something. This is on TNT. It's a national game. The whole country is seeing the Knicks right now where they are. You know, not when they were in the midst of winning eight in a row. You know, no. This is now when they just lost four, but then they finally get a win. You know, can they show me something tonight? Julius Randle making that All Star case, going up against. Jason Tatum, who's an MVP candidate, like this is this is a. I'm curious to see how what we're going to get out of this group tonight against the Celtics. So again, like I said, coverage at seven, beginning at seven, of course, seven thirty tip off right here on ninety eight seven ESPN. Tomorrow, a lot of football. We'll get you ready for Championship Sunday. Bart will be on first take right before the show, so we'll see you then, Bart. The sour. No, no, it just no. Well, ruined it. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.